You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Star Joel Embiid, who's out with a meniscus injury. Cavaliers beat the Grizzlies in Memphis, 108 to 101. College basketball number six, Wisconsin loses at Nebraska, 80 to 72 in overtime. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Hey, good morning. Welcome in to Friday edition of Inside the Locker Room 205-342-9904 is the phone number if you want to get in on the show with us uh, this morning. The X accounts at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson 1. Email wimpandberry at yahoo.com. Download that Tide 100.9 app. Use that chat box. They were chatting us up yesterday after Digger uh called in and Basically trashed the Alabama, uh, University of Alabama, uh, told us what number we were ranked. I don't know if he, if he was right or not, but, uh, uh, Justin did re fact check him. Uh, we weren't great, but we weren't on these lowest digger thought we were. All right. Uh, before we get started though, we want to thank our great sponsor, Yellowwood. It's that time of year again. Uh, it has to be tough. Withstand the elements year after year. When it comes to building outdoors, it doesn't come any tougher than Yellowwood brand. Pressure-treated pine from Great Southern Wood for project stands up against Mother Nature's best. Be sure to head down to your local dealer for Yellowwood brand pressure-treated pine. The lumber takes against rot, fungal decay, and termite attack. Get only the best for your next backyard project. And always remember, if it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want it. Uh, Nick Dunlap did not have a great day, Deb. I think the course he's on today, people were shooting a little bit better on, so we'll see if he can make a run, maybe get the nerves out. But uh, good morning. How are you this morning? I'm doing fine. Uh, Nick was uh, plus four, uh, which for anybody like that play there, plus four is great, but uh, he was at the bottom of the pack. That's okay. What happened to him yesterday was that his putter, uh, kind of left him a little bit when that putter leaves you and you're just not sure of the greens. And once you miss a much, you miss an easy one and you get all upset. Uh, but anyway, uh, 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 what's his name was minus four. So, uh, um, Michael, Michael was minus four. And, um, so we'll see what happens. Um, you know, we don't, we don't really talk about speculation too much, but speculation is what people like to hear. This is not good. Uh, the speculation is that Ryan Grubb, who is coming in to be the offensive coordinator at uh, Alabama, is being looked at heavily by Seattle, where he would be staying home, of course, um, the, the Seattle NFL. If that were to occur, uh, I think that's a huge, mongous uh, minus for Alabama. I don't know if that's going to happen. I'm not saying it is. All I'm telling you, it, that, that's not good. Tennessee and Virginia, soon the NCAA I mentioned that yesterday. Uh, Chip Kelly, uh, UCLA's about had enough. He is going trying to get an offensive coordinator's job. He's a good offensive guy in the NFL, no recruiting there. Um, 
Big 12 folks had had to make a football schedule for 16 teams, and they made it and put it out yesterday. Boy, mm, mm, no rivalries there. Okay, uh, we're down to basketball now, and uh, tomorrow we have uh, some big games. Um, I guess Tennessee and Kentucky, if you look at it, are pretty big. It's a 7 o'clock game, 7.30 game on ESPN. Uh, that, that's going to be... Whopper, Mississippi State comes into Alabama, and that game is at 7.30 as well um, on the SEC Network. And Auburn, who was pretty much beaten uh, by Ole Miss pretty badly, um, watch out for that game a little bit. You might you might, uh, might get surprised on that one. Your standings right now, uh, Vanderbilt, Missouri have not won. Uh, Alabama is seven and one in leading the league, and uh, the, the surprise at the top is South Carolina, who's tied at six and two, I believe it is, with Auburn. Uh, and, uh, Tennessee's played one less game; they're five and two. Got six teams in the SEC who have losing records, and uh, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Arkansas made a little bit of a jump; they're two and six; they're not going to go anywhere. Anyway, be sure you watch your the games tomorrow. Hopefully Nick will play better today. I'm sure he will. Um, that's all I have. Uh, other news, I guess uh, Brandon Miller was the NBA Rookie of the Month. Yeah, I saw that. Averaged uh, 16 points a game uh, during the month of January and looked like the sporting news named Tua Tungavaloa the Comeback Player of the Year Award for 2023. Um, that's that. Uh, Baker Mayfield, I guess, was up for that. Uh, this, the next week, the Associated Press will announce the winner of the NFL Comeback Player of the Year Award. So I guess we have different publications at the NFL Comeback Player of the Year Award. Iowa, when, when that Caden Proctor came out and said that, I think they almost, when you know something, you almost have to self-report it. Uh, so they did, and they have... Self-reported a violation there. Anything come out of that? It's a level three violation. Yeah. Uh, but there is tampering. It just shows you there's tampering, and he, and he had no idea that was against the rule when he said that. Any big deal there with Iowa? And I don't think so. I always had enough problems with the offense, so I, I, I doubt it. I guess it'd be okay. I did want to mention, Barry. I'm sorry that Michael Griffith will be on. He's a controversial writer from. From um, over, over George, he'll be on today at uh, seven thirty. All right, Michael Griffith uh, will be on. I thought it was sunny last night. To be darn sure, he'd be on, and he said he would. So, okay. All right, uh, Henry Ruggs, seeing deal here. He's working from prison. And he's making two dollars and fifty cents an hour. Uh, so anyway, he uh, signed a four-year, sixteen million dollar deal there, but he's making two dollars and fifty cents an hour. You, do for you. you got the uh, you got that clip. All right, Kevin Steele. Uh, we didn't get Kevin Steele on, Dad. That's your next project next week. Uh, but he was on a show, and I think that what he's about to talk about is going to be what ran him. And I even think you people can say whatever. I think it ran Nick Saban out of coaching too. Uh, play Kevin Steele, what he had to say about NIL and recruiting, uh, Justin. And that I, that, that I want to get you to comment on this because 
Uh, recruiting has certainly changed. Uh, let's hear what Kevin Steele had to say. I'll give you I'll give you an example, and it's a real example. And I'm not opposed to players getting paid. I'm not sure where the lines are. And so you go into home, and the mom tells you, Coach, we love you. We've been up there 15 times. You know everybody in the family's name. We trust you. We know we're going to get developed there. We know we're going to have a chance to become a first-round draft pick. We know we got to have a chance to win a national championship. But you guys aren't in the ballpark in terms of the, the money. Well, we as coaches, we can't be involved in that per NCAA rules. You probably have noticed this week, I know you've been busy with family, that your alma mater has been in the headlines uh, saying some pretty strong things about the NCAA. Uh, I mean, do you do you see this whole system coming apart? Because it doesn't seem like, from an enforcement standpoint, they have much leg to stand on anymore. Well, I think you just said, I mean, I, 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 if you look at, the track record over the last couple of years and the lawsuits and those kind of things, I don't know. And I can say this now, I couldn't have said it two months ago. I don't know what role the NCAA has as a coach. Now, I'm not an administrator. I'm not somebody smart enough to figure it all out. But just as a boots on the ground soldier, it doesn't seem to have any effect anymore. But again, that the NCAA is college administrators. They run the NCAA. That's who the NCAA is. So we need to get it figured out pretty quick. All right. Uh, so there you talk about that. And you were a big relationship guy in recruiting. Have you been here 15 times? I know we know everybody. Your program's perfect, but you're not in the ballpark, NIL. That's got to be. You're, you can do you know, that. It happens all the time. I've mentioned it behind the scenes when it very first started. And what you end up doing is, first of all, your head coach has to find out from your athletic director how much money they have in the kitty. And, uh, and of course, football is going to have more than anybody. Um, so then you, then you turn around and you go to your head coach and you say, you know, Joe, we, we're not, go- we can't get Joe unless we do this. Then they decide what they want to do. If they want to jack it up, they can't. You know, that's, that's not recruiting. That's buying. Um, because the guy that buys him, even though he likes you and you, knows that you're going to develop him, uh, that's buying. You're, you're going to buy the guy because the, the school close down the road from you in the league with you is, is put out the money. Um, and then uh, that, that just come, that just becomes a, a deal where you pull your hair out with all the guys that you're trying. You know, you can look, folks. Uh, and I, I would go in the homes of, of players 20 times. I'd run by there. I'd have the alums run by if they were close to the guy. What, what good, you know, you go in you, and you get the guy convinced that he needs to come to your school, but then the money comes into play. And my, my point is, and I did on another show, define, define somebody, the NIL, and you can't define that because we have no limits on it. The only thing I would disagree with him a little bit on, on is the NCAA is made up of power people, but the NCAA has a, you know, they have a big-time thought about what all will happen, and, and these kids that are being recruited have a little-time thought. They have a money thought, and uh, they, they don't, they're not quite sure exactly what's going on, these people in the NCAA. Um, I, yeah, you're right. I think, I think, I think Nick Saban uh, looked, at, looked and said, look, I'm fixing to go out a winner. I'm fixing to go out where everybody loves me, and I'm not going to stick my nose everywhere. And I got a wife that's 
that needs for me to be out, I think. And uh, I'm I'm 88 now at the gate. While I'm while I'm ahead, then I would agree totally. We had it had some percentage of him leaving. Yeah, I mean, he may say it didn't. I don't believe it. Because uh, when you deal with that, because Nick Saban's used to outworking people, uh, he would outwork you. He'd bring you to campus. But then when they say, Coach, you you're amazing. But your NIL is not even close. And but outworking somebody is no good anymore. Yeah, because you and, can, you can, yeah. No good. Go ahead. And it's like Kevin still said, the coaches are not supposed to be involved with the money, you know, and so they're not supposed to say, okay, well, we'll get you this. And so, uh, you know, if Caleb Downs went to him and said, hey, I got to get this amount of money to stay or his dad, who wants to who wants to live in that world? And I think Nick Saban is like, there's no way that I'm going to do that. I'm not recruiting that way. And if I don't, I, I can't continue to win at the level. I'm going to Jupiter. Two-minute truck, 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go to pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth move. Where it's local, out of town, out of state, let the professionals handle it. They'll take great care of you and your stuff. Moving is stressful. These guys got it. 205-247-5050. It is two men in a truck. Movers who care. Tide 100.9 traffic. Tuscaloosa traffic now from the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center. As we hit the 7 o'clock hour, we are seeing more traffic volume hitting the roadway, but so far we seem to be free and clear of any big problems. If you're traveling 69 up from Hale County this morning, the drive on 2059 from Foster's to Cottondale and McFarland Boulevard in from Coker, no big problem spots along the way, just minimal backups, at least for the time being. With your Tuscaloosa traffic now, I'm Ray Romero. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Friday morning. Regions Bank is axing about 600 of their 20,000 employees. The bank says the layoffs are in certain divisions, including the mortgage division, where fewer customers are seeking refinancing of homes due to high interest rates. Regions says the layoffs are scattered throughout the multi-state service area and not at any one place. Your best bet for big wins is just minutes away at Birmingham Racecourse Casino, where you can be a winner, too. Off I-459, exit 31, Derby Parkway. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Lots of sunshine today with a very pleasant afternoon. The high 68. Tonight, fair with a low at 42. Tomorrow morning, sunshine. Clouds increasing by afternoon. The high 67. Much colder Sunday. Cloudy with periods of rain. The high at 50. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 35 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Alabama Crimson Tide lives right here. Down to the Touchdown, Alabama! On Tide 100.9. Welcome back to Inside the Locker. If Ohio State wins next year, are you going to be that impressed? They bought a team, basically. You know, you get math from these teams. Of course, people that try to do it in the NFL and even Major League Baseball, they try to buy a team. Normally, it doesn't work, uh, you know, most of these times. But uh, Yellowwood Pressure Treated Pine from Great Southern, if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want it. Right to the Yellowwood Hotline. Good morning, Philip. How are you? Feeling better? I think I'm feeling a little bit better today, Dad. I, I, I did miss Digger's call yesterday. What's he upset about? Who's that? Digger. Uh, he was upset about Tom's call. Tom, 
basically just talking about the traditions of Alabama and all the things that, that go on here. And uh, Digger was taking a shot at where Alabama is ranked and across the country with their education and all. So just two different points of view about one really loves University of Alabama and one loves Texas and one to take a shot at Alabama. So that was, kind of, that was yeah. basically the extent of it. Yeah, I, I, I don't, you know, he's a big Texas fan, yeah. and I don't quite understand why he's all that worried about Alabama, but, you know, to each his own. <laughs> I don't uh, know. But um, I would like to say that, you know, I'm, I'm glad I'm an Alabama fan, and if it's okay with Digger, I'm going to pull from my school and be proud of him if it's okay with him. But um, Mississippi State game Saturday, uh, that's going to be tough. It's at home, but it's sold out. And the fans, um, you know, stepped up there. Will it be something? And I don't want to put a cart before the horse, but if Alabama can take care of business tomorrow and then roll into Auburn next week, Alabama knows they can play with Auburn and upset the Tigers down there on the plains. That's going to be something else. I think Alabama, uh, handle Mississippi State. I don't think Mississippi State can score with Alabama. Uh, and they've already won in, in Starville. That doesn't mean they'll win this game. I think Mississippi State is a good defensive team. Uh, Dad, I don't know your thoughts on Mississippi State. I just think Alabama will go to another. Well, Alabama, you know? well, Mississippi State is good defensively, not offensively. Alabama's got to, if you study the schedule, uh, the big games for them the, are the games that nobody talks about. That's, that's Florida and Ole Miss on the road. I think, uh, I think Auburn and Kentucky on the road would be hard games. Well, they've already lost one. If they were to lose both of those, Auburn and Kentucky, they may not. Um, then uh, the Ole Miss and Florida games uh, loom big because they got those on the road. If you study the schedule the way I have, uh, and then you have Tennessee at home, if you beat everybody else you're supposed to beat, and that would be an LSU on the road uh, and Mississippi State on Saturday, which they probably will, then those four games plus the Tennessee game, I think Alabama beats Tennessee at home. But I think uh, I think those other four are pretty tough. They are going to be tough, and that that Florida series is going to be, um, you know, Alabama plays them on the twenty first in Tuscaloosa, and then they turn right back around, then they go to Gainesville on March the eighth. I might mean March March fifth. I mean, um, but. Alabama, you know, they know that they can play with Auburn, and they know they can beat Auburn. That's that's what I'm getting at is that they the players have to feel good about that. Well, they don't feel good about it, but uh, I mean, they may feel good about it, feel like they can win, have confidence, but going into Auburn yeah. with the home court advantage that they have had, they're it's full well known by the coaches that Auburn's going to play better. They didn't shoot the mm-hmm. basketball very well. And, and the trips that they had to Alabama and Mississippi State, they can't shoot any worse. So we'll see. No doubt about it. I mean, it's a tough environment. No doubt about it. But we, Alabama pulled it out down there last year, but we had Brandon Miller. But let's, it's going to be an extra year, but I'm really going to tip my hat to the job that Oates has done up to this point. Yeah, I think you, uh, People are questioning this team early, but they scheduled difficult. I think it prepared them for the conference. We'll see. They got to worry about uh, Saturday. They ain't need to be worried about no Wednesday right now. <laughs> and I know they're not. It's you talking, uh, Philip, but hopefully, uh, they'll just put everything into that game and then they got plenty of time to get ready for, uh, Auburn. Thank you, Philip. 
Take care, guys. Thank you. All right, back up to the Yellowwood Hotline. Get Tom in. Good morning, Tom. Hey, Tom. Hey, Bear. How are y'all this morning? We're good. Hey, Tom. Do y'all have a Do y'all have a ladies' prison where you where you live? Yes, sir. We do. It's a federal prison. Okay. I, I, somebody called me and asked me about that, and I said, "Well, I'm going to ask you." But I said, "You've been talking, and I didn't, I didn't want to interrupt." So I thought I'd get that out. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's been uh, it's been out here about uh, five or six years uh, since it opened, and uh, uh, to my knowledge, they had. Uh, matter of fact, uh, the, the the warden is a lady that lives uh, two houses down from a real nice person. She's from Texas, and uh, uh, her and her husband, and uh, yeah, it, it's been open for five or six years. Okay, that's all I want to know. Yes, sir. Uh, um, they're, they're big UT fans. We have a lot of fun uh, going back and forth uh, about Texas and so forth, and uh, we have a lot of fun. Uh, they know how to play uh, the rival game, so it makes it uh, interesting. So, uh, But anyway, I was calling about your comments about basketball the other day, and I've been trying to decipher uh, the information you put out. And, and and you're let me see if I have this straight in my mind. You correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. Uh you said fifteen and three. It, that's that will win the conference, will it not? Uh I guess I guess it will, yes. I had I had said I said that I actually said fourteen four, but I said I could be wrong. It could be fifteen three. Uh you look at uh Kentucky who's been up and down, you know, they've already lost three. And they play, they play Tennessee tomorrow, so somebody's going to win or lose that. Uh, people forget that these top teams play each other, and I, I don't forget it. But I, I would say fourteen four. I'll stick bit. Alabama may win it all, less than fourteen four. But that's what I think. Yeah, I was trying to figure. I, I looked at it after you said that, and uh, and now I've become a fan of uh, schedule and. Uh, yeah. Uh, and 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 I thought, well, I'm gonna try my hand at, at analyzing instead. Just kind of kind of a fun thing. And, okay. Um, uh, but I was trying to figure a way. I, I I agree with what you're saying. I think 15 and three would win the conference going away. And yeah, uh, and I was trying to figure out a way for Alabama to get 15 and three. That's gonna be hard to do for anybody. Of course, like you say, you know, Kentucky. They're on the line right now. They'd have to win everything else all the way out. I don't think they will. And uh, Tennessee, same thing. Is, am I correct there? Yeah, uh, you're, that you're, game is in Lexington. It's not in Tennessee this weekend. Um, if you're an Alabama fan, who do you want to win? If Kentucky wins, that gives Tennessee three losses. So Tennessee and Kentucky, does that give Alabama two 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 game lead on the, in the loss column? So I guess you pull it for Kentucky in this situation because you the way I read it, uh, I want uh, – this is what I think benefits us. If Kentucky can beat Tennessee, and then if we can beat Kentucky when we play them, we're going to be darn near in the driver's seat right there, won't we? And then, yeah, and but, then Tennessee, you know, we've got you know, Tennessee beating, at home, too. Well, beating, beating, beating uh, Auburn and Kentucky on the road is – a. Oh yeah, it's a, yeah. it's a tough, tough assignment. Now the other two, two things I want to explain to you is that uh, Florida and Ole Miss are capable of beating you. 
I know people are going to laugh at me, but they both of them are capable of beating you, especially Ole Miss. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. you don't go over and play well. Now, that's four games right there that two, two that are going to be very difficult, two that are capable of beating you, and then you have Tennessee at home, which I think Alabama can win. But um, uh, those are, to me, those are five tough games. Plus, you have to win the games you're supposed to win, and that would be an LSU at LSU, which I think they probably can. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I wouldn't write it down as a win, but I, I give them a high percentage of a chance to win that. Now, yeah. uh, look, I, I wanted to address something. Uh, I, I feel sorry for Digger. <laughs> Digger is in a in a mental hospital, and uh, when when uh, he when the nurses go out for their smoke break in the morning, he makes a dash <laughs> to the nursing station and gets on the phone and calls inside the locker room. <laughs> and and his medicine ain't had time to kick in and calm him down. And and, and his mother won't accept his phone. He can't call his mother. She she's got him blocked. So he has to call somebody. He calls inside the locker room and he's delusional. That that that's his mental problem right there. He's delusional. And and and, and, and our guy, your producer, had to prove to him yesterday he don't know what he's talking about. He, he's spewing all that information out, and 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 he he's really in, in a sad state. And, and uh, when your mother won't take your phone call, you know you're you're pitiful. And and uh, and she dropped it. She dropped him off at the at the state mental hospital, and I can see him in my mind's eye with his little paper bag and his little underwear and his paper bag. She's telling him, "Go on in there. They're gonna tell you what to do." But you be damn sure you don't call me. You got one phone call. Make sure it ain't for me. Does he have a comb? So, does he have a comb in his pocket? Yeah, he he's got one little piece of it. It's, it's broke, but it's in the, it's in the bottom of the bag there. So I, I mean, and I don't generally I don't criticize other callers, but he's delusional. You can tell because I was talking about Alabama. I didn't mention anybody else. I don't have to talk about anybody else. I was talking about Alabama. And you know, it just when you say Alabama, those people from Texas, even my neighbors that graduated from UT, I have to calm them down too. And uh, but you mentioned Alabama to, to the wannabes like Texas, Tennessee, Auburn. You know, they're just they three wannabes. They just want to be so bad, and they're not. And and uh, but look, you know, get the number to that state hospital and give it to me. I'm going to have to call them out there and help them with their evaluation. Well, they're not going to take the show off one day and let you and Digger run it. So, Well, now, wait a minute. You're going to have to hold. I can't do that. <laughs> I cannot stoop that low uh, to conversate with somebody in that mental state. Wow. Because if my, fr- if my friends heard that, heard me on the radio talking to somebody like that, they would never speak to me again. There you go. Drop the mic. Thank you, Tom. Thanks, Tom. I don't think Digger thinks Alabama about Alabama the way Tom does, and Tom doesn't think about Texas the way Digger does. It's all about the front yard you're standing in, right, Justin? <laughs> <laughs> Whether you like it or not. All right, we'll get to Mike Griffith. Uh, we want to talk to you about Royal Cleaners. They're going to make your life easy, 205-391-0034. Dial them up. They'll come right to you, pick up all the cleaning, get it cleaned up, deliver it right back if you want to drop off. University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, Northport, or 4851 Rice Mine Road. For cleaning in this area, Royal is your only... 
other VA benefits are available to those who qualify. Learn more at mycomputercareer.edu slash CWP. That's mycomputercareer.edu slash CWP. Two-time state champion and two-time NIT champion, Barry Sanderson breaks down the latest in sports on Inside the Locker Room on Tide 100.9. Yellowwood pressure treated pine from Great Southern. Going to build the fence the deck to perk that five-star backyard. We're like five stars around here. Do you want to get Yellowwood? Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer that is closest to you. All right, get right to the Yellowwood hotline. He's with AJC Dog Nation. Go to dognation.com. We have him on from time to time. I always enjoy having Mike on. We'll get to the Yellowwood hotline. Get Mike Griffith in. Good morning, Mike. How are you? Hey, Mike. Good Appreciate morning, you being on. Yeah, you bet. You bet. Hey, right. um, before, before Barry starts in on Alabama stuff, I guess, which I don't know if he starts in, but when he talks about that, we've got... Uh, we had listened uh, to Kevin Steele talk about going into a home and, and being con- the, the home being convinced that uh, that place was for him. And then the last sentence was, "But we can't come because the, the money's too much at the other at the other place." Um, my question is: We we're not able to define NIL. We're trying to. We're trying. We don't have anybody that know, knows what to do as far as NCAA. Uh, you, you're good, smart, and been around the block a lot. And talked to a lot of different people than Barry and I have. What are we going to do to rectify this? They've always paid players. There's always somebody that's offered more money. You've got to offer a product that's good enough where they'll take less money to play for you, and and that's what's happened at, under Nick Saban and Kirby Smart is, you know, you, you get the Nick and Kirby discount, right? You may not get paid as much money, but you're being coached by better coaches and a better program and a proven program that's turned guys out to the NFL and, and won championships. Um, so you got to maintain your momentum if you're Alabama. Hey, guys, the, the, you're not putting the toothpaste back in the tube. And, I, and I'm not an advocate for it, but I'm just telling you, it's we're not going back. Players are going to get paid. Yeah, they've always paid players. A very, very few under the table. Nothing like it is now, Mike. Like it is now. No, I agree with no. that. I, surely there's definitely more players, and they've always paid coaches, but nothing like it is now either. I mean, my goodness, we've got these coordinators making more than some head coaches in other leagues. So, you know, where 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 does it stop? I mean, if we're going to call out the players get paid, we got to call out these coaches that are holding everybody hostage from year to year and interviewing around and you know, getting kids to commit and then leaving. Um, you, listen, these guys at Alabama didn't sign up to play for Kalen DeBoer, okay? They, they signed up to play for the greatest coach of all time, and he ain't there anymore. So, uh, listen, I, I don't – I don't. is that fair to them that, that Nick pulled the rug out from under him just all of a sudden after telling everybody, oh, I don't know, I might be here for years and years. Oh, I'm out of here. See you, guys. I mean, that's not cool either, is it? I mean, what if you'd committed yourself to play for someone – Special like Nick Saban, and all of a sudden he bolts. No warning, just gone. So well, you got, it's not you, just kids that, that we've got to look at here. Let's be honest about this. Well, you got to know though that the guys that seventy three years old that you know they're they're close. When you when you take when you go to the University of Alabama or universities like that with an older coach, you got to be smart enough to to find out a little bit about that before you go. Well, now you can say that. 
But every time anybody it. in the media said that, they wanted to burn their house down. How dare you say And honestly, and, and part of that is, is a tribute to Coach Saban. I remember yeah. talking with Coach Spurrier about this last year. Um, you know, I do his award every year. I'm um, the chairman for that. And, and, I was, and I said, when do you think Nick Saban's going to leave? And he said, well, he's in good shape. He takes really good care of himself. He said he'll, he'll leave when he's not getting the best players anymore. That was exactly what Spurrier said. And guess what? He's it's gotten harder to get the best players every year. Yeah, he's right about that. Uh, I think, um, what's the background on Caleb Downs' father and their relationship with Georgia? Everybody thought it was going to be a I, slam dunk and he was going to Georgia. Yeah, and it sounded like know. to me from what I heard, there was never even a chance he was going to Georgia. There was a rub there. Is there anything to that, Mike? I, listen, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't cover, I don't chase these 17 years, year olds around to what kind of gloves and underwear <laughs> they're wearing. I'm not into that crap. I mean, Look, the kid wanted to go to Alabama and play for Nick Saban. He did. Saban left. His second choice coming out of high school was the Ohio State. I mean, sometimes kids just want to get away. I mean, Kamari Lasseter played for Georgia, probably first-round pick. He right there in Tuscaloosa. Why didn't he go to Alabama? I mean, sometimes kids, you know, just, you know, for whatever reason, um, you know, don't want to play their college ball in the same area they played high school. I mean, I, I don't want to speculate. But, you know, it's up to that kid to decide. And I, I don't get into the dynamics of, of uh, you know, what recruiter said what or who likes who. I mean, you, you go play ball where you want to play ball. It's your choice to do that. Uh, in the NFL, you don't get that choice. Somebody's going to draft you. Um, but when a kid is coming out of high school, he gets to decide and choose what school that he goes to. So I, I don't get into that second guessing of those politics. Mike, you know, do, I, do we need to go to the um... – one-time transfer rule. I mean, you just couldn't do it all, or you had to, you know, appeal to the NCAA. Uh, letting uh, these guys go to four schools. Uh, how you get one time, and if you graduate, then you can go again. I think that might clean up a little bit of this NIL. Is there any way we can put that toothpaste back in the bottle? Nope, because that's not constitutional. That's the unfair worker labor agreement. That doesn't hold up in court. I mean, this is where it's at now. We are, we're applying we're applying union worker union rules uh, to collegiate. The amateur model is gone. It's broken. It's it's history. It's done. It's never coming back. And the coaches are going to have to change. Right? Another reason Saban needed to leave. Uh, a reason Bill Belichick's not hireable. Uh, you know, we're you're dealing with a different kind of kid now. You're dealing with a different kind of athlete now. You're not going to say it's my way or the highway and, and put them in a the closet. And I'm, and I'm not saying Nick Saban did that, but but my point is the coaches don't have leverage anymore. Those kids got to want to be there. You got to change. And I'll give you, I'll tell you what, Nick Saban. And I said this in 2021, uh, 2020, he was my coach of the year because he coached through COVID, which was I don't know if you guys remember that was just such a crazy year. He had to miss a game. There was another game against Georgia that thought he may not coach. I mean, under all that circus environment, I, we might have seen, I, I don't know, it was it the best Alabama team ever in 2020? It was the best offensive team. I don't know what they'd have done against the back-to-back teams with the great defense, but one of the greatest Alabama teams of all time in 2020. Okay, that was, and, and Nick was a slam-dunk coach of the year, and I'm a believer that the best coaches should get the award. It shouldn't be some uh, participation award for some nerdy coach at Missouri because, you know, they won more games than usual or something. I think it ought to go to the guy that wins the league. Uh, Nick probably should have won it again this year for that matter. But, uh, and then 2021, uh, I give him credit because I saw him change and I saw how he handled his players changed. And, and part of it, I don't mind sharing this with you. Um, you know, I was talking with Bryce Young's dad and, you know, he said, Hey, look, you know, people 
yo, Bryce all they want. He's not, he's not going to change. Bryce is going to be coached. That doesn't help him. And Nick figures out what it takes to coach his players best. Great coaches do that. They adjust to their personnel, right? Kathy's not the same as McDice. You know, everybody's a little bit different than the next. So I saw Nick Saban change right before my eyes. He didn't seem to be that tyrant that he once was. And, and I'm watching Kirby do it because now here's the game. Now the game isn't just recruiting, it's retention. you got to keep these guys. So when guys don't play in the game, Kirby Smart will call them up and say, hey, here's why, here's what's up. you got to make that extra effort so that kid knows he's a part of the future even while he's in development. So it's, it's changing right before our eyes. The rules aren't going to change. The coaching and the methodology is going to change. Yep. I, um, I, know, I know that uh, in the eyes of the athletic director, he said before, there is not a good replacement for Nick Saban. Uh, well, you say know, not, listen, not, your, your AD's got a lot of bigger problems. Than well, that. everybody okay. said that then. Not AD, everybody said I'm that. just looking at it. But you even yeah. said that. So, well, uh, it's true. It's true. Well, I'm, you know I know, so I'm, I'm making the statement. This next statement is, Caden's um, come in there with uh you have to have you have to have, a, have to have a coach's attitude. You have to have a personality where people will, will take to you a little bit or run from you one of the two. And 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 that doesn't mean you're going to win games, but at least uh, at least he hasn't you know hacked everybody out because this is a new coach. He's come in. That, that doesn't mean he's going going to stay but four years or whatever's going to happen. But I do think that he's he has done a good job thus far. Uh, they've lost a lot of players, but it, uh, I don't care who they who they uh, hired. They're going to lose players. Uh, I just wanted you to comment on what you feelings are about what happened thus far with him well he's a nice guy he might be too nice but i'm I'm a little worried about and not worried but i'm gonna say this he's kind of come in to do it his way and he brought a quarterback with him and let's see what happens in the spring let's see if milrow's still around because he brought a quarterback with him that does it his way can milrow do I, i mean i don't know guys the proof is in the pudding it's too soon to say I, I tell you don't like it. <laughs> well, I'm, well, here's what I don't like. I don't. I, I think there was one coach out there that could have taken what Nick's built and continued the momentum in the same direction, and they didn't even Who? interview him. It, it's ridiculous. Debo, Debo's the guy that could have come in and continued the momentum and and, and all that. But they they went okay. another direction. The coach looked at a spreadsheet, got it. I mean, here's the thing, and, and maybe this is good. Maybe it's good that DeBoer doesn't really know what he's got himself into because it's intimidating. You know, somebody that followed Alabama all my life, that was born in Mobile, Alabama, that understands Alabama, there's there's nothing more powerful when it comes to an in-state institution than Alabama football. It just it just doesn't get any – some people for a while you could argue Notre Dame, but they've kind of lost their luster. But there's there's really nothing – you know, you could say Michigan, but I live in Michigan. In Michigan, they, they, they're fragmented. They got the Lions, the Red Wings, the Pistons. They're, you know, kind of fair weather. But Alabama, guys, you know it's 365. It's seven days a week. It's every year of your life. It's every social function. It travels with you. There's pressure there. And and that, that he doesn't, maybe, like I said, maybe it's better he doesn't know that. Because he said the other day, he said something. I can't remember the exact quote, but it was something like, you know, with this 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 A, this Alabama A, this 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 means something in the Southeast. <laughs> I'm like, hey, you think so, bro? How about coast to coast? 
How about globally? Do you know what you've gotten into, bro? I mean, I'm just thinking, oh, boy, this means something. He said this means something in the Man, I don't think it's that bad. It's not that bad. In the southeast? The, what, the southeast portion of the world? I mean, yes, it means something. Are you kidding me? Did, did it not mean something in Washington? Well, it could have, it could have been Arkansas. Now, And, and let's face it, he's a guy that I think could fix football. 
you know, under the current, you know, structure. Nick Saban's the guy that always was able to look into the crystal ball. Remember how they used to say, and I, I keep going back to this, but remember how they used to say Dale Earnhardt could see air on the drafted at Talladega, you know? Nick Saban could see football air in advance. I mean, I just the comparison between Earnhardt and, and Saban just I can't get off of it because it's it's just so true. They were just such dominators and intimidators, and they just seemed to have a knack and a sixth sense for what was going to happen next. And everybody knew that. And um, and and I really hope we see Coach Saban on TV. And 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 listen, nobody wants Alabama to go away. It's kind of like Kentucky basketball. The league's better when Kentucky's good and. You know, Alabama football is supposed to – I mean, look at Florida. They just disappeared off the map in football. It's not going to happen in Alabama. I mean, Alabama's got enough momentum and enough good players. I mean, they'll, they'll, win, they'll win 10 games. They'll be right there. They'll be right there on that playoff. They'll be right there on the fringe of that playoff. They gotta, they're going to have some tough games to win, but they're going to be right there. I think they're going to be a 10 or 11 win team. And Great. Have you seen their schedule? Have you seen their schedule? 10 or 11. Ten or eleven, you, you, you need to go back. Games, they'll be right number. You need to go one. back and get another pill. Well, I mean, it's Alabama guys, right? I mean, you got all that talent. Yeah. Yeah. That A may stand for something. That A may stand for awful. <laughs> oh wow! Is, is everybody? I just, I I can't ten believe. Eleven, Mike. I'm not. Why not win ten? It's Alabama. Have you, you looked don't at think the schedule? Well, I, I mean, Alabama, I saw a schedule last year. They're all on the road now. They got to go to LSU. They got to go to Tennessee. They got to go to Oklahoma. They got Georgia coming in here. Georgia yeah. comes there. I mean, they got Georgia at home again. I mean, I guess something against the league off has got something against, uh, there's two games in a row now. Georgia's coming to Tuscaloosa, but that, well, crap, you, you play Atlanta all the time on playoff games. Oh yeah, and that's a real far drive from Alabama. I can tell. I mean, guys, I used to live there. Come on, don't 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 BS the BS. Or I, I lived in Alabama. I know how close it is. Atlanta's owned by everybody in the Southeast. Everybody's got a piece of it. There was more so. Georgia fans there than there were Alabama. Well, that's because they were hungry to be there. They hadn't been there as many times. A lot of those Alabama people say, "Oh man, we already won six, seven of these things." The next, so I mean, it's true. I mean, let's face it. I mean, which which championship mug do you got? I mean. It, you're Alabama paraphernalia. Well, you got a championship. You got a championship mug at Tennessee because they gave the quarterback eight million. They can't. Hey, at Al, you know, you got the man cave at some of these schools. Alabama, these people's houses. They got the Alabama house. Where's your man? They said, "Where's the normal room in the house?" The other room has the Alabama trophies, the, the banners, and pictures. And I mean, my God, they they owned college football. It was crazy, but. Yeah, but there's a lot of quarterbacks been bought. And we knew that happened when it had. That's going to be real interesting to see how that plays out because that, to me, is going to tell us whether or not the NCAA has any enforcement power anymore or not. You Did you say earlier in this segment you think Milrow will be gone and the guy they brought in from Washington? I, I wonder. I, I said I wonder. Okay. We wonder if he'll be because they brought the, you know, he brought his own quarterback with him. Did that make right? Julian say and leave? I, I don't know. I, it's why I said that we're the proof's in the pudding. We're going to find out this spring. We're going to see how people feel about. And, and Coach DeBoer's got to keep two of those guys, right? I mean, yeah. one of them, one of them will probably leave, don't you think? You've heard, you heard the hottest rumor, hadn't you? The offensive coordinator from Washington is coming in and may be a candidate to go to Seattle. That'd be a book well, Nick, well, Nick tried awesome. to hire him last year. I mean, the sad part is Nick tried to hire him last year. It could, yeah. You know, that's that's the tough part. But maybe, maybe so. But you know what? Listen, if if this guy, if this cat doesn't want to be there, you, Alabama's guys. Alabama's a place. 
there's going to be people lined up through the door that want to be, if you'll enter, I mean, may, I'm sure DeBoer will actually interview people. I mean, my goodness, just at least, it's not a bad thing to, to talk face to face to people. And I don't know if people will be lined up to go to Alabama's assistant who coach. Did, who all did Greg Byrne actually interview, Mike? Well, that's the, you tell me who actually came. I tell you who he didn't. Dabo Sweeney. That's, he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't get a call. I uh, see. I think uh, the Dan Lanning thing was a smoke signal. That's what. Uh, that's the way he does it. He sends you there, and then he's going somewhere else. Uh, so, did well, he ever interview Dan Lanning? No, I don't think he interviewed Dan Lanning. But I don't. I don't think Dan was was on the board. I mean, I think Dan's yeah. happy at Oregon, and he said that, and he he said it early on. If he got a raise, it's only because Oregon realized, you know, what they have in him. I mean, he's. By far, the, far and away, the you know the guy that I'd want to invest in if I was starting a program because of age. Wait, let me exactly. ask you about this about Hugh Freeze. Hugh Freeze takes credit for everything that does goes good and blames everybody else <laughs> for everything that goes bad. I mean, you talk about rolling your coaches under the bus. Uh, that will Hugh Freeze says all the wrong number. That will not work, Mike. Eventually, everybody's going to turn on you in that building when you start. Well, I called the play that uh, scored the touchdown. Well, we were we weren't good in the bowl, but I spent all my time in recruiting. That's a problem, isn't it, Mike? <laughs> hey, that's what those guys get paid to do. But is that a problem? Is that a problem? I don't know. Is it a problem? We always blame the yeah. coordinators instead of Nick Saban when they lost. I mean, come on. I mean, the, the Buck always. Yeah, but nowadays, coaches are insulated. It happens in Georgia too. Oh my God! You know, is it Mike Bobo or Todd Monkey? Wait, wait, wait a minute! But it's Who's not Kirby coach? saying it. This is the head coach saying it. That's the fans. Fans don't know, but the head coach saying it. Well, you know, those guys are getting paid, and they're gone. By the way, I think those guys are gone, aren't they? Did he drop to the bus? Then he got some new coaches over there. I'm, I'm with you. I mean, the Hugh Freeze thing is good, and it's this is a the door's wide open for Auburn. I mean, if you're Hugh Freeze, you couldn't have asked for a better situation than Nick Saban leaving after one year. Yeah. And some guy coming in that says Alabama's a big brand in the Southeast. <laughs> I mean, it's got, Boy, I, I, I it's tell you, got, you don't like Hazen the board at all, do you? No, I like, I like him. I just think he's naive. Like, does he walk into, like... I oh, just, over, one, over one cotton-picking sentence? <laughs> he walks into the gas station and goes, wow, they sell a lot of Alabama stuff in here, don't they? <laughs> I mean, I just think it's funny that he said that the Alabama A travels in the southeast. It's like, and the sun comes up every day. Jesus, he's like, saying, what? why is that camera following me around every time I get out of the car? Why is there a camera there? <laughs> and it may be good. It may be good if he's, if he's oblivious to the pressure that's on him. Like I said, he just wants to, he strikes me as a guy that just wants a good, a good guy, you know, clean, clean hire, Good guy, genuinely good person who just wants to come in and coach football and do things the right way. Well, you don't know that. You don't know that yet. Are you dropping the dolphin in the shark tank? That's what I want to know. Are you dropping the dolphin in the shark tank? Well, you know, and Nick had (laughs) completely closed practices here. Now, is he going when he opens them? He's going to say, "Good God, who are all these people coming? Oh, coach, they're coming to watch fifteen minutes of practice." He's going to say, "Wow, this is kind of a big deal down here, isn't it?" That ain't that ain't right. He's going to say, "When I met Whip Sanderson, he told me he was the biggest name in town. He might have been pulling my leg." I'll see if he has one voice. You think will he let his coordinators talk to the media, Mike? I don't know. I mean, you know, Coach DeBoer is going to, he's going to, listen, Jimmy Sexton is his agent, and Jimmy knows the roadmap and the lay of the land. He's, he's got the best advisor he could possibly have with Jimmy. 
and there's people in that network. Now, the thing that he's going to be missing is the text thread with all this, you know, the former statement assistants. You know, that, that, that was a network. You think about it. Those guys, you think those guys just talk, you know, golf and weather? Those guys were a network of information for one another. I mean, Lane and Kirby sharing information. And you know, those guys learned so much Kirby. from Nick. And yeah, I mean, now Kirby, you know, now it's, now it's Kirby. Now Kirby's at the head of that chain, but, but that doesn't mean he necessarily takes over the league. I think Texas is awful dangerous with Steve. Well, we saw that. I mean, I was at the. Ooh, we got a caller that likes Texas. Yeah, I dig I it. like Texas too, man. I, th- I think they're. I think that's going to be the team to beat in the league. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's oh, enjoy- I mean, that's all right. Well, oh, this caller will be calling in just as you hang I up. Mean, they they got money and they're spending <laughs> it. So hey, they got a forty-two billion dollar. Just Google endowment. Google Texas endowment. It's forty-two billion a year. Jordan right. Alabama, right around two or three billion. That's what. Well, forty-two billion. That's the endowment, yeah. Look it up. Maybe, maybe Caleb Moore said, "Crap, I'll be on that little inside the locker room show. Maybe we can get him." Yeah, you, you, you didn't know, know any better. You didn't know any better. Come on, he might be co-hosting with you next. He week. might come. He to the, he'll say, "Do I need <laughs> to come to the studio?" He's uh, got that job, coach. We got we got a way for you to get your name out there in front of all these people. Just come <laughs> yeah. on our radio show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, I'll pick you up. All right, Mike. Great stuff. Hey, Mike. <laughs> Mike. Hey, Mike. Yes, Will you please call me off the air? I've told you fourteen times. Yeah, call yeah. me off the yeah. air. I got to talk to you. What's he gonna call you? I got you. Well, I got I'm trying. I'm trying to do something. All right. Thank you, Mike. All right, guys. Have a good one. All right. uh, Wow. Uh, We'll take this break here. We'll get back. Uh, We got my girl. Are we going to double this break? Are we going to double this break? I hope Dickie didn't hear it. All right. Come back, and then we'll have a short break. And then uh, we're going to get Michelle installed quickly at your convenience. Because Lowe's knows appliances. Lowe's knows home improvement. Subject to credit approval. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Lots of sunshine today with a very pleasant afternoon. The high 68. Tonight fair with a low at 42. Tomorrow morning sunshine, clouds increasing by afternoon. The high 67. Much colder Sunday, cloudy with periods of rain. The high at 50. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 35 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Never miss a moment of the action. Download the free Tide 100.9 app today. Yellowwood pressure pretty fine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want it. We're going to take the top of the hour break. We'll talk to the Vice President, Director of Marketing and Communications with Bryant Bank, Michelle Smart. Bryant uh, Bank's a great new sponsor for us on Inside the Locker Rooms. We look forward to visiting with Michelle. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. If you want to pay more, that's your business. If you want to save, that's our business. Tuscaloosa Hyundai, corner of Skyland and Hargrove, TuscaloosaHyundai.com. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. 
Here's Eddie Garcia. News from the NFL, where the final head coach vacancy in the league was filled with the Washington Commanders hiring Dan Quinn as their next head coach. He comes from Dallas, where he was the Cowboys defensive coordinator, and he does have previous head coaching experience, having coached the Atlanta Falcons for parts of six seasons, including a Super Bowl appearance. In NBA action, four games, Lakers stunned the Celtics in Boston, 114-105. to L.A. knocked off the top team in the league and the top home team in the league without their stars, LeBron James or Anthony Davis. Austin Reeves hit seven three-pointers, finished with 32 points in the win for L.A. Knicks make it nine wins in a row with a 109-105 win over the Pacers. Jalen Brunson, 40 points for New York. 76ers beat the Jazz in Utah, 127-124. Tyrese Maxey, a career-high 51 points for Philadelphia as they continue to play without star Joel Embiid, who's out with a meniscus injury. Cavaliers beat the Grizzlies in Memphis, 108-101. College basketball number six, Wisconsin loses at Nebraska, 80-72 to in overtime. Years ago, Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise Great Southernwood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye, Steve Spurrier, and myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is a pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. 365, 24-7. You'll find road and utility crews, tow trucks, law enforcement, and first responders working along Alabama's roadway. We're making improvements and helping our communities stay connected. We're working hard to make sure you're safe on the road. Now we need your help to make sure we're safe, too. Alabama's move over law requires you to move over a lane when you see flashing lights on the roadside. And if you can't safely move over, please slow down. Visit drivesafealabama.org. Brought to you by the Alabama Department of Transportation, Alabama Broadcasters Association, and this station. Road tripping, business travel, or bringing your car in for repairs. All great reasons to rent a Toyota at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You can rent the latest Toyota models for a day, a week, or a weekend. Every Toyota rental car comes with 24 hours roadside assistance and is backed by an entire team of people you know and trust. Rent a Toyota and let's go places. Reserving yours is a breeze at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Go inside the Alabama Crimson Tide with the Gary Harris Show. Hey, everybody. It's Gary Harris coming up on Friday at 9 a.m. It's the TGIF edition of the program. Adam Amin from Fox Sports plus Brett Pritchard with the Auburn Report. And we'll preview Alabama-Mississippi State basketball plus your phone calls and more. That's the Gary Harris Show on Friday morning. Catch the Gary Harris Show Monday through Friday, 9 to 11 a.m. on Tide 100.9 and Tide100.9.com. Are you receiving unemployment? Your benefits could be at risk. Here's how you can protect yourself and your benefits. Never respond to mail notifying you of a false claim in your name. Never answer a text message asking you to verify your account. And only respond to official Alabama Department of Labor social media pages. Report fraud at labor.alabama.gov slash fraud. Brought to you by the Alabama Department of Labor, ABA, and the station. The Alabama Department of Labor is an equal opportunity employer program. Auxiliary aids and services available upon request to individuals with disabilities. Dial 711 for TTY accessibility. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. 
Uh, welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Appreciate uh, Mike Griffith joining us in the first hour there. That was an interesting interview. And, it, uh, guys, he did act like he thought Jalen Milrow may not be the quarterback next year, Justin. Uh I don't know if you think that's true or not. All right. Hey, before we do all that, though, we want to get uh, to the Yellowwood Hotline. We're going to talk Bryant Bank this morning. We got Michelle Smart. He's the vice president and director of marketing and communications over there at Bryant Bank, who's going to be one of our great new sponsors here on Inside the Locker Room. Good morning, Michelle. How you doing? Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. How are you guys? We're good. We're good. Uh, we're good. Uh, Talk to us a little bit about Bryant Bank, and uh, we look forward to having our relationship with you guys. We know you guys are throughout the state, but we also, and with our app, we got people listening really all over the country. But uh, I know we got four locations here locally in Tuscaloosa. Just tell us a little bit about Bryant Bank, Michelle. That's right. Uh, so Bryant Bank, we were founded in 2005. We're actually going to be celebrating our 20th year anniversary next year, so we're really excited about that. Uh, we are a family-owned, privately-owned uh, community bank, which in this day and age is fairly rare. And, of course, you know, any bank in the area, you could pull 10 banks um, here in Alabama, and all of them would tell you that their customer service is what sets them apart. Uh, but what I will say about Bryant Bank is, uh, you know, it's more than just customer service. We we offer a very traditional, um, you know, way of, of community banking. Uh, we still have Bryant bankers that know our folks by name. Uh, when you're a customer of Bryant Bank, you, you have a Bryant banker. You have someone directly that you call. Uh, we don't have a call center. You know, we have 18 offices across the state of Alabama, uh, but there's one line that you call, and, and it, it picks up here at our main office in uh, Tuscaloosa, and uh, one of our Bryant bankers will answer your call directly and get you connected. So, again, you know, it's, we're really true to those roots of offering that really personalized service uh, regardless of what level relationship you have with Bryant Bank, um, so so that would, is what I would say was set us apart. Sure, that. Well, as you said, when you walk into a bank, you want a banker, and I guess one thing that Bryant Bank does they once uh, once you once you are um, there, they uh, they appreciate you and they and they're cordial with you when they come in, and they know what they're doing. So uh, we thank you for being on. I know the. You have the four locations in Tuscaloosa, but the uh, location right below me in Birmingham. So uh, people can go either Birmingham or Tuscaloosa and, and certainly trade with you. That's right. We have uh, four locations in Tuscaloosa, one in our downtown, um, which is really close to campus. Uh, we have another in the North River area, um, one in Northport, and then our main office is off McFarland Boulevard. And we actually yeah. have uh, seven locations in Birmingham. Well, we appreciate you and Scott Phelps uh, helping us put all this together. And, you know, we'll be talking about you guys each and every day, and we'll dig into your mortgage department there. you got a bunch of different departments there that can help help people. Just talk a little bit about that, maybe, uh, Michelle. And, and as we go through it, we'll be talking to different people throughout uh, each week about all the great things that Bryant Bank has to offer. Absolutely. I, I can't wait to introduce some of our bankers and our mortgage lenders to you guys um, and your listeners. Uh, we have a fantastic mortgage team, um, Archie Weaver here in Tuscaloosa. Uh, everybody knows Archie, loves him. Um, he does a great job. And again, that kind of personalized service I was mentioning on the banking side is the same exact service you can you can expect from mortgage. And I would say the biggest difference is, you know, anybody who's gone through that home buying process, one, it changes all the time. And so even if you've had, you know, got a new mortgage 
15, 10 years ago, well, it's a totally different process now, a totally different world. And so it's really important to have someone who's a partner through that process, uh, who, again, is your neighbor, who uh, knows knows these areas and things like that. And uh, absolutely, Archie's one of those people. Now, now, Dad has uh, several accounts over there, Michelle, but he does not know how to use his debit card, which I think is a good thing. He doesn't know how to get the money out of the bank. Uh, I don't know if you have any customers like that. So uh, those are the best kind, the ones that don't ever take any of the money out. Hey, right? hey Michelle, Barry's glad Barry's because he thinks it won't leave him a lot of money. <laughs> so if he shows up, tell that banker not to help him about how to withdraw anything out of there, Michelle. I, I sure wish I had that same same issue right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, Michelle, we appreciate it. Uh, I'll be talking to you uh, first of next week, and uh, about we'd love to have have somebody on each and every week. You've sent me some great stuff for for that and I to talk about about Bryant Bank, and uh, we really thank you guys for being a sponsor. We look forward to talking to you guys throughout each week. Thanks a lot. Absolutely, thank you for the opportunity. Thank you. And there's Michelle Smart with <laughs> Bryant Bank, and uh, they do absolutely. Uh, outstanding jobs. We appreciate uh, her and those guys being a great sponsor on Inside the Locker Room. All right, before we get to Sonny, uh, Dad, um, let's see here. This tomorrow, Arkansas, LSU. Arkansas finally got a win. LSU, huh? both teams here probably not even going to postseason play, uh, trying to get your team ready to play. And you want to have a winning season, Arkansas 11-10, and 10, LSU 11-9. and 9. Any thoughts there about uh, Arkansas-LSU? Well, not really. Arkansas on a comeback a little bit going on the road and winning one at Missouri was big. LSU's played a little bit better. They missed a lot of inside shots against Alabama. They didn't. They couldn't score inside. And that's, of course, that's one of the places that Alabama's a little bit weaker than, than usual. But it uh, uh, should be a, a decent basketball game, but it's not going to be one that really has a, a, a real effect uh, LSU, if LSU wins it, they, they feel like they're still in contention to be one of the eight or nine schools in the NCAA tournament, but, uh, doesn't look like it. Two and six, Arkansas is going to be there. All right. I think this is a big game. Georgia, uh, went to South Carolina a couple of weeks ago and knocked them off. The Gamecocks, uh, currently six and two. So they're still in this league race. Uh, Georgia's dropped games at home with Alabama and Tennessee, which would have been two quality wins. Uh, and they really, I don't want to say gave them away, but they had them and then they let them slip away. Uh, can South Carolina go over there and, and beat these guys? You look for the Bulldogs to sweep the Gamecocks this year. Well, I think they can. Uh, Georgia, uh, for whatever reason, doesn't finish games very well. Uh, when you can't finish them, you you got real trouble because it, it uh, kind of goes over to the next game. You have that same feeling every time you're ahead. You feel like you're going to lose. Uh, South Carolina's played better. Uh, they're, they're a good basketball team, except when they played Alabama, Alabama killed them. But, uh, I think it's anybody's game. I don't know what the line is, Barry, but I, I think it's a toss up game. And, uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see either, either one of the teams win, really. Yeah. Don't care about this game. I won't even ask you to pick it. Missouri 0 and 8 takes on Vanderbilt 0 and 7. Only you can say about that game, Justin, is somebody's going to actually get a win. Uh, Florida goes to Texas A&M. Uh, Florida with some big wins now. They're uh, playing themselves in this tournament. Uh, it'll be tough sledding over in uh, at Reed Arena and College Station. Your thoughts about this game? Yeah, A&M lost a close game at Ole Miss when they went seven up, and then came, Ole Miss came back and beat them. And, and uh, 
Florida's improved a great deal. They shoot it pretty well. They have a lot of conference dance that go into Kentucky and winning, which you can't do very often. So I think this game's up for grabs as well. I have no idea what the line is, but uh, being at home, like you said, probably A&M's a two- or three-point favorite. Uh, but Florida's very, very capable, and they're going to have a real shot. to. I, I had picked the middle of the pack. They're probably a little bit better than that. Um, so they'll, you know, we've got six teams that are have not they have losing records. So Florida's not one of them, and the winning Kentucky game was big. They don't, they don't have a lot of quality wins, but Kentucky helped them a little bit. So A&M, they need to beat A&M if they're going to go. Uh, I was actually talking to Auburn staff about this when they were here because uh, they knew they had to go to Ole Miss, and they just pummeled Ole Miss at home yeah, uh, like, like a week and a half ago, and they were it was one game they were worried about going back over there. Uh, Flanagan is actually yeah. there. Uh, people think, oh, you beat them so bad at home, and surely you're going to go over there and win. Well, that's why you may not. <laughs> and Auburn has yeah. not played right. great on the road. Uh, I'd be interested when the line comes out tomorrow where this thing lands. Five o'clock tip. Does Auburn go get a win at Ole Miss? If not, they're six and two. They're still in this thing. They could be right in it. If they knock off Alabama Wednesday night, they could be tied for first. Uh, so a big game for Auburn going to, uh, Oxford. Well, as I said, uh, as I said every day, Auburn and Auburn, uh, excuse me, Ole Miss is a big game, uh, in Florida, uh, for these two schools, Alabama and Auburn. So uh, they, they're going to have their hands full. Um, Ole Miss has got a, a lot to talk about uh, to get their team ready. Uh, they can, they can really should be able to really get their team fired up and ready to play because they got killed at at, uh, at Auburn. So uh, I'd give I give Ole Miss a good chance. I, I, I would assume that uh, it may be about an even game as well. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if Ole Miss can bounce back from a twenty point loss at Auburn. Yeah, and then the other game besides Alabama Mississippi State, we'll talk about that at the end of the show, but. It's, Tennessee coming off a home loss, uh, Kentucky coming off a home loss, uh, Tennessee five and two in the league, Kentucky five and three. I think this is a must win for Kentucky if they want to have any chance of winning this league. Um, but Rick Barnes, uh, is probably not real happy, probably been ornery in practice dropping a game against South Carolina. Uh, but I think they put themselves behind the eight balls. It'll be hard to go to Rupp Arena on Saturday night and win. Yeah, I'd agree. I, I think it will be. Uh, I think Kentucky is probably working hard, but over the loss to Florida and Tennessee had a loss as well. And you know, I I, I talked about fourteen four being, and I, what did I what did I know? I, I, that's what I think after studying the schedule, but maybe a little bit more than most people. Um, I think you're right. I think I think uh, Tennessee has to go in there and play awfully well to beat Kentucky in there. So uh, Kentucky loses that one. That would be their fourth loss, and and they've got some more tough games to play. So. Um, you know, we'll, we'll sort of see what happens there. But, uh, this, this, you know, Kentucky is, Kentucky's schedule is, they are, they are at Auburn and they are at Tennessee. And then they have at home, they have, they have, uh, Tennessee and Alabama. So they've got, you know, and, uh, you talk about the home field advantage, home court advantage, Tennessee and Alabama at home, you know, could, can be wins. Probably will be, might be, and uh, then they've got to go to Auburn and Tennessee. So that four losses that I kept saying that I, I thought would win it, uh, a lot would be five. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll take the break here. Uh, while we had Mike Griffith on, D- Digger called in and he was hot. Uh, he was hot. He was. <laughs> 
uh, questioning uh, Justin's research. And so I'll look for Digger maybe to call after Sonny, try to set Tom straight, uh, and Justin for that matter. And I'm just going to sit back and uh, eat me some popcorn and watch this uh, unfold. Allstate Insurance Agent Andrew Knifer. He's my agent. Let him become yours out at 4705 McFarland Boulevard. Sweet three over in Norport. Give Andrew and his staff a call. They'll set you right up. 205-722-9201. Nobody likes insurance until you need it, so you make sure you have enough coverage. Let Andrew and them handle it for you. Once again, 205-722-9201. We'll get to Coach Funny Sonny Smith next. Listen, Tide 100.9 is the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. Tuscaloosa traffic now from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. We are seeing a pretty healthy backup now that continues to brew along the southbound lanes of Highway 43 approaching McFarland. You've got a backup now. It's before Flatwoods Road approaching Briarwood. The problem is an accident right at that very busy intersection of Northport. You might want to think about an alternate route. It will take some additional time there. With your Tuscaloosa traffic now, I'm Ray Romero. Years ago, Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise Great Southernwood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye, Steve Spurrier, and myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. Fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood. Minutes away at Birmingham Racecourse Casino, where you can be a winner too. Birmingham Racecourse Casino off I-459, exit 31, Derby Parkway. Must be 21 or older. Road tripping, business travel, or bringing your car in for repairs. All great reasons to rent a Toyota at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You can rent the latest Toyota models for a day, a week, or a weekend. Every Toyota rental car comes with 24 hours roadside assistance and is backed by an entire team of people you know and trust. Rent a Toyota and let's go places. Reserving yours is a breeze at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Lots of sunshine today with a very pleasant afternoon. The high 68. Tonight fair with the low at 42. Tomorrow morning sunshine. Clouds increasing by afternoon. The high 67. Much colder Sunday. Cloudy with periods of rain. The high at 50. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 41 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Mr. SEC Tournament Wimp Sanderson gives you his excellent analysis every weekday on Inside the Locker Room right here on Tide. 100.9 Tuscaloosa Toyota go to TuscaloosaToyota.com you can look at the new inventory man the 2024s are in and they are hot the Grand Highlander all the great trucks they got the Duravs the Camrys Get by Skyland Boulevard. If you want to schedule a service, you can do it right there at the website. Go to TuscaloosaToyota.com. Also, when you swing by there, find Justin, find David DeSantis, and tell them you heard us on Inside the Locker Room. All right, get to the uh, Tuscaloosa Toyota hotline and uh, got Coach Sonny Smith in. Coach, I'm so glad you're on. I'm about tired of dealing with dad, so I need somebody with some sense to talk to this morning. So good morning. How are you doing? 
I'm doing good, and I feel so sorry for you. I've dealt with that myself. How did you do that? How many years did y'all have a show? Six. Uh, you know, I'll have to ask him. He's a he's a mathematician. <laughs> there. What I tell you? He's a mathematician. He said six. <laughs> hey, Rick, well, Rick, Rick, and Bubba, Rick and Bubba are quitting, Sonny. Are they really? Yeah. You so know what? You want... I say we we probably drove them out of business. You know. Yeah, we probably being so popular. Maybe y'all can take their spot. You and get bring Sonny and Whip back where Rick and Bubba. I think I'm with Pies. Yeah. <laughs> we'll both be Pies where that'll happen. All right. What I want to know is can can Auburn shoot the basketball well enough to win on the road? It's going to be close. It really is, and the reason I say that it's not because they don't have the ability to. I don't. Th- I don't think they have the consistency to. You know, like they would go on the road one time and shoot a high percentage and do everything well. Go on the next time and have a poor shooting night from the outside. So I think uh, the I think the first thing they have to do is prove that they can be consistent shooting outside on the road. And you know how hard that is to do in a league as good as it is right now. Well, that the little guard, he, he, he handles the ball so much and so long for him, dribbles it between his legs. He drives me crazy. Uh, well, he, he was never a point guard to start with. He was okay. a, like a sec, he was a second guard. They got two guys playing the point that were actually second guards in their high school teams and where they transferred from. Okay. And not so much, not so much second guard all the time, but. They were not the lead guard running an offense, and they, they've had to pick up on it more so and then uh, from the first uh, to now. And they're uh, actually Auburn runs more things now than they did before. They they stayed mm-hmm. kind of vanilla, so to speak, start season. Yeah. Uh, talk with Coach Sonny Smith. Uh, Coach uh, Alabama went to Athens on Wednesday. They get down seventeen to two, but. When you're watching Alabama, and if you're coaching against them, the way they play, you know they can come back from seven. Most teams can't recover from seventeen to two. Uh, they can uh, because they're going to keep shooting threes, and once they eventually get hot, they can they can cut that deficit pretty fast. Uh, just in which they did uh, at Georgia, end up winning by nine after being down pretty much the entire game. What have you seen with Alabama? And those teams are most difficult to put away the ones that shoot so many threes because eventually they get hot during the game. Well, I told somebody the other day, they'd say I'd be doing this kind of the Auburn-Alabama thing, but I said Alabama might be the most talented team in the league. Now, they might need a little more uh, uh, weight. Uh, They got the height, might need a little more weight and strength to become the most, but uh, they're so athletic, they can shoot the basketball, and, and they certainly guard you. And I look at I look at Alabama's being one of the strongest teams in the league, and and I don't see them dropping off any. You you guys you you guys are there for ever ever turnaround or ever games have played, and you know. But I I don't see a drop off in this Alabama team myself. Yeah, that. Um, the league is uh, with Kentucky having already having three losses. I had picked at fourteen four as the. As a team that might tie for the championship, Kentucky's already lost three. Alabama just won. Um, Tennessee is a little, a little bit up and down uh, uh, on the road shooting the basketball. Where, where, where do you think the league stands? You think Alabama's going to win the league? I think they're the best team. I don't know that they'll win, 
uh, win the league, but I think they're the best team overall. Now, I, I, in saying that, well, I don't know how good their depth is. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not questioning it. I just don't have an idea. If their depth are as good as their starters, I mean, from a quality standpoint, uh, I would think they have a, they have a real shot. But uh, you would have to answer for me if the depth situation is good enough. Uh, Coach, we got uh, a little change here. Coach Saban uh, retired. People say, well, it wasn't because the NIL and portal. Dad and I say hogwash. Uh, I think Coach Saban would outwork people, uh, and he would out-recruit them. But when he uh, puts in all the time and effort, and then the guy says, Coach, you know, we love what you got there. You're putting guys in the NFL. You're graduating all your players. Uh, we got a chance to win championships, but your NIL money is just not enough. Uh, so all that hard work, all the time that you win, it basically comes down to a number. I don't think he wanted to recruit that way. I think he just felt like, you know, I'm not going to be able to get the players. My hard work's not going to pay off. I'm going to play golf in Jupiter, Florida. Do you agree? Somewhat. Not, not from a standpoint of, if he'd have stayed in it, he would have done it better, just like he always has. But I think the added work and the the, the question marks that go with the with this new deal uh, made him wonder: Is this really worth it? Uh, but uh, I don't, I think as far as making an adjustment to the way things are today, he'd have made it just like he has everything else. Yeah, uh, we can say what we want to. He might be the best that's ever done this. Yeah, that. Um, what about NASCAR? Anything we need to know? We but then talk to you in a while. No, NASCAR NASCAR doesn't have a lot of uh, until they run the Daytona 500 coming up soon. Uh, you don't get much out of NASCAR. You'll get a change of drivers, a change of crew chiefs. You'll get so and so's might move to from uh, Ford to Chevrolet that type of thing. But you don't get a lot of. NASCAR action, unless you're just running a NASCAR show and you get into personalities. Uh, NASCAR time only starts right after the, right before the Daytona 500 coming up in another week or so. And uh, it, uh, NASCAR will be strong because they developed an audience and uh, a television audience that, that, uh, caught up with filling the stands the way they normally do. Most places with the, with the, uh, 500 uh, mile races, 400, 200 uh, 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 races, they will fill the stands. They needed to get that TV rating to be, uh, to put them up there with football, basketball, pro, that type of thing. And they're pretty close to doing that. Uh, they, but they have a legion of fans that may be a little bit different. Like, like, uh, you and I would be a football and a basketball fan. They might just be a NASCAR fan. I think, uh, when you talk to people, the old timers, that's kind of the way they were. We're, we're NASCAR and nothing else, but, uh, that, that may not be true, but it was kind of that way at one time. Uh, I got a suggestion for you too. Uh, I got it. I need one. Uh, Justin, you answer, you think this would be a good idea. I think next Wednesday night, dad and Sonny Smith should sit in the middle of the jungle, stand in the middle of, the, they'd get a ton of publicity. <laughs> If they were there, their name, they're not relevant anymore. It would make them relevant. That would get them on ESPN. If they were in the middle of the jungle, 
with their shirts off and their bodies painted. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like but that idea. Yeah, I think that. I like that. Hey, I like that idea. Was if the money was right. <laughs> How much could we pay you to to stand <laughs> in the jungle with your shirts off? Uh, we can have Dad have Tide one hundred point nine painted on his chest. We get some yeah. listeners. Well, I'd do it if he would. If the money was right. How wild will that place be on Wednesday night, Coach? <laughs> it, was, it was really. They don't they even, us. They wouldn't even know us anymore. Would anybody <laughs> in the student section know y'all's name? Oh, I think they would. It comes up all the time, so I think it would. I think it would. I'm going to tell you what. Okay. The, the thing between Auburn and Alabama, or Alabama and Auburn, depending on what fan you are, uh, I don't think is, I don't think it's gotten any, uh, stronger. But it sure hadn't got any less. And, uh, that's, it might be the best. It might, it might be the best in the country, to be honest with you, the way I look at it. Uh, it, that'll be a tough ticket on Wednesday night, right? Down there, coach. Well, it's, uh, in basketball here, you can't get a ticket now, even in basketball. Yeah. It's, uh, it's incredible. Now, uh, everybody said, why did all this happen? Bruce Pearl, Bruce Pearl, well, sure. But when they got the size of the arena perfect, for what they got to have that put them in a situation where they can fill up on a bad night. Yeah. You know, so it's, uh, this is a good, Auburn is a really good job. And was it always that way? Uh, this arena's made it better. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Well, anything else for coach? Before we let no, him? I can't think of anything. Appreciate you being on, Sonny. Oh, always glad to be with Thank, you guys. Things I get better you. for you. Who, uh, who wins between Auburn Traveling to Ole Miss, uh, it's a trap game for Auburn. They just beat them so bad uh, at the Plains. Can Auburn go over there and get that done? Well, they can and they can't. Uh, uh, I'll put it this way. If the guards for Auburn become a little bit more steady, more consistent, they can win any place. But that, that guard play goes up and down a little bit. And the reason being for that is you're basically playing the you're basically playing the guard with second guard uh, type of players. They don't have just one point guard type of guy. And uh, can they go on the road and control the ball well enough, get it to the right people? I think they can, but I think sometimes that's a question mark. And I think the scouting reports uh, uh, work on the fact that Auburn doesn't have a true point guard. Got good guards, very good guards, but there's not, not one of them that is a true point guard. Yeah. Well, Coach, uh, look forward to watching the games this weekend. Uh, hopefully we'll get to visit with you again next week. We'll break it all down. Uh, I look forward to it. I can't wait. Y'all be good. Thank you, Coach. Thanks. Thanks, Sonny. All right. There's Coach Sonny Smith. Uh, he said, what did he say when I said they could go? They could and they couldn't. That sounds like yeah. something you would say. Very um, tricky. That way you can't lose. Uh, you know how they do that to you? Justin. All right. Uh, let's talk about Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes before we take this break. Three four five one two three four. Have an accident uh, that wasn't necessary. Somebody runs into you. Somebody gets after you a little bit uh, and causes harm to you mentally and physically, and you don't know how to handle it. Then Prince Glover and Hayes are the people to visit with. They've been doing this a long time. Been very very successful doing it. They'll visit with you on telephone. Make a decision if if you need to go further with it, and if you do, you go by seven hundred one Rice Mine Road and visit with them. Call them at three four five one two three four. Find out a little. Find out a little bit of, uh, about them if you wish. But uh, you can take my word for it. Prince Clever and Hayes are the very best. So give them a call. 
Prince Clubbert Hayes, 345-1234. PrinceLaw.net is the website. I always remember, if they don't win, you don't pay. All right, phone lines are open now. We have people trying to call. Uh, you can get in now, 205-342-9904. Jalen Milrow. Uh, what was he, he ain't doing? going nowhere. He, you stirring that up. Yeah, he wasn't going nowhere. Well, well Mike stirred it up, not me. Well, you the one got Mike. So. I think you kind of stirred it up after Mike. Well, I, wanted Mike. To, I, I wanted to yeah. have him clear that up for me. He said he was just watching it. Just watching it. Well, he was just talking. He says Kalen, the board doesn't know how big this job well, where is. Where would Milrow go? I don't know. No, he ain't going nowhere. He's like to a have a running, running quarterback. Oh, corn pond. Uh, does Kalen, the board know how big this job is? Yeah, he knows how big it is. Mike, he had an A on there. He had an A on his hat. Mike, Mike Griffin said he, he said it might be a good thing he doesn't know how big this job is. So. He wanted Dabo? He wanted Dabo. He said that Greg <laughs> didn't even sit down with Dabo. Is that true? Uh, probably. Dan Lanning was a smoke screen. Y'all got to realize that, that Greg Byrne does that to y'all. He'll throw the name out there. He had you with that old Ohio State coach and he was never going to hire him Thad Mata he had everybody Thad Mata and then while you're all looking at Thad Mata he's gone somewhere Thad else Thad Mata that's who everybody said he was going to hire where is, where is Thad Mata now Rutgers I don't know where Thad Mata he ain't coaching I don't think he's Thad coaching Mata. He hire Thad Mata well, he had everybody thinking he was going to hire Thad Mata uh, he might have had two people you visit with no everybody was saying Thad Mata and he was really? when he was saying Thad Mata he was up in Buffalo Bad Mata's at Butler right now. Is what? Head coach. He's at Butler? That's what What's their the Google is telling me. Oh, wow. I, I didn't even know if Dad Mata got back wow. in. Bad I guess Mata, Sean Miller's at Xavier. Because that's who everybody said he was going to hire. Yeah. Everybody. Well, now, including he's you. Got you he, he's got you uh, stirring it all up about Millroy. Millroy ain't going nowhere. No, he's not. All right. You look at Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. No representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers. My caretaker was very rough with me. I thought they did it because I wasn't moving fast enough. Elder abuse is a crime, and together we can stop it. If you or someone you know has been abused, neglected, or exploited, call the Adult Abuse Hotline at 1-800-458-7214. That's 1-800-458-7214. Scrubbing strips to get deep into grout. Don't mop harder, mop smarter. Split for power mop, split for power mop. 365, 24-7. You'll find road and utility crews, tow trucks, law enforcement, and first responders working along Alabama's roadway. We're making improvements and helping our communities stay connected. We're working hard to make sure you're safe on the road. Now we need your help to make sure we're safe, too. Alabama's move over law requires you to move over a lane when you see flashing lights on the roadside. And if you can't safely move over, please slow down. Visit drivesafealabama.org. Brought to you by the Alabama Department of Transportation, Alabama Broadcasters Association, and this station. Stay up to date with the Crimson Tide, local high school sports, and Bama and the pros right here on Tide 100.9. Welcome back. Inside the locker room, we go right to the Yellowwood Hotline. Before I bring this guy in, though, now we have to remember it was Tom that said that your mama wouldn't take your call. 
Uh, I don't even know anything about you, but mom, if, uh, hopefully she is still living. But it's, it was Justin that did the research that said that you were wrong. So dad and I were just, were just innocent bystanders in this situation. Uh, but we're going to get to the Yellowwood hotline. Good morning, Digger. You've been. Hey, Digger. <laughs> how you doing, my yeah, man? Yeah. Cat's out the bag. 42 billion in endowment. Who said uh-huh. that? Mike Griffith said that? Yeah, sure did. Yes. Yeah. Every time gas gets above three fifty, ka-ching. ka-ching, ka-ching. That's what if it gas is. Prices 42, go, 42 billion dollars. If gas prices go up, Texas recruiting gets better. Is that right, Digger? Ka-ching, yeah. You ever heard of M.D. Anderson? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Kansas City, University yeah. of Texas. You ever heard of Gatorade? Yeah. The doctor that invented that, of course, it was, you know, he did it at Florida, but he's from the University of Texas. Texas gets really? a percentage of that. Really? So, I mean, we got our fingers in everything. Not to be bragging about it. I'm just letting you know where that money's coming from. Okay? So. 42 billion. Trust me. And, and look, you know who's got their fingers all over that? The damn lawyers in that legal department at the University of Texas. Okay. The accountants are whining about it. The professors want more money. Okay. And they're saying that we can't put in all these hours. We need more money. So, I mean, it is nothing but one big whining center in Austin because they all know the money's there. Well, how far, how far did you tell our listeners that Texas was academically above you Alabama? You said number one, and everybody was saying that's not Wait, true. Let's, okay. That's not true. Let's, let, okay, let's address that. Okay. Uh, and Tom, you're out there. Get your two index fingers and put it on the keyboard. Type in, <laughs> along with your producer there, U.S. World Business Report. University of Alabama ranking. It's going right. to pop up. Okay. It's going to say number 170, and you're tied with another university, and it doesn't reveal that. 170? You're move from a down now. <laughs> so I don't know what report he's looking at. Okay. Now, look. I'm not bragging about being the number one university, public university in the country. I'll settle for number nine. The point I was trying to make is that Tom rambled on about academic embellishing. Look that up, Tom. Embellishing the fact that Alabama has a standard of academics. I don't know. That, I don't Ryan remember Denny. him saying academics. He just talked about. Uh, play the tape, Barry. Go back and play the tape. He brought in academics. Come on. I'm not lying. That's Why do you think it prompt me to call? Well, what, well, then why did you say y'all number one, but now you're saying you're number nine? There's reports out there that we're number one. The reason why they don't report, the reason why Cal Berkeley's number one, because if you go over there, their system, they don't pay tuition. They let all those Asians in, and I'm not being racist. That's I where see. they all want to go. The uh-huh. Asians taking over all of the colleges in California because they're smart. Both the Indians and the Japanese, they're very smart people. 
I give them all the credit in the world. They come in from another country. They want a higher standard of education, and they go straight to the universities, and guess what? They're running it. They're brilliant people, okay? I'm telling you, they're brilliant, okay? And they're very smart. So I'm just letting you know. Well, sometimes uh, they're just... In, in, in athletics, ahead. in athletics, did this year, did Texas have a better recruiting year than Alabama? No, I don't think so. We're number five, right? I don't know. Number five? Maybe number huh. five. I don't know. We're never going to be how could you not? When you just, how can you not out-recruit Alabama with all the money you got? I don't know. We're not using all money. Hmm? We're not using all money. You know, the, the big test is going to be next year. You know why they were coming to Alabama. They wanted to come play for Saban because they knew that was their ticket to the NFL. He was going to get them ready for the NFL. Is that true or is that not? I'm not embellishing here. No, that's true. That's, 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 okay. That was a big selling Look point. Look that up, Tom. Embellishment. Okay? I'm not embellishing that. Okay? It's true. Okay? So they're going to go to Texas now. So they're going to go to Texas now for the money. Well, of course. That's, don't you think that's the trend? They're doing it at yeah. Ole Miss. Yeah. They're doing it at Georgia. Okay? Let's talk yeah. about your OC. I think he's going to Seattle. Because oh, Seattle good heavens. Really? Yes. They want – Seattle's made it clear they want Pennix, and that's their first I, annou- I announced that this morning. Well, and I said it was a uh, rumor. Uh, how, how do you know? Because they brought it up. And, look, you're going up against Paul Allen's sister. Okay? I think we got $42 billion. I think she has $60 billion in the bank, and she's ready to pay up. He's going to get that OC. Watch. It's going to be too much money. He can't turn it down. The OC is leaving and never going to even come down to Alabama. Yeah. Mm. Why? I don't, I don't know why y'all would think that's hard to believe. I don't know. What are they going to pay the OC at Seattle? Whatever he wants. I have, yeah. Whatever he wants. There's no limit there. <laughs> where'd, she get her, where'd she get her money? From her brother who died, Paul Allen is the number two man in Microsoft. Yeah. And he passed away from prostate cancer, and she inherited everything. Oh, my hell. Now she's getting getting the offensive coordinator from Alabama. (laughs) (laughs) Did he buy a house yet? (laughs) Oh, I mean, All right, hey, look. Listen, I know Phillip's upset, too. Listen, I'm not calling up to get y'all upset. I'm just I'm pointing this, it out. But do you what? like do you like Alabama Digger? <laughs> hey, y'all, my favorite team in the SEC and fly. So why do you because uh, you came over here and won? Do you listen to all the shows or just this one, Digger? I listen to all of y'all because we're, I'm being serious. Texas is swimming around in that head of yours. The name Texas comes up all day long. Daryl Royal. Daryl K. Royal, yeah. Daryl Royal. <laughs> hey, real quick. Who's the what do you got to do to honor Saban? Who's the head coach at Texas? Sarkeesian. What's his record? Yeah, what's we're 0-2 okay, against Gabor, and we're 2-0 oh in Texas. Uh, what yeah. are we going to do for Saban? <laughs> That's a good question. Dad, what should they do for Saban? Did you, did you win uh, two games in, in, in Tuscaloosa? Uh, he says Texas is 
two and zero in Tuscaloosa. I'd have to fact, fact check that too. Uh, what should they do for Saban? What should they name after him here? Hello, Digger's gone. I'm asking you, Dad. Digger's gone. Oh, uh, I don't know that you need to go this go a third name with the stadium. How about personally. the field? Can you name the field after him? Yeah, that's what they did with Pat Dye. Saban Field. Yeah. Or do you name the um can't take Mal Moore's name off the building. Um I I would probably do the field. I I just don't think it's any point in putting a third name on the stadium personally, but Bright Denny Saban State whose name would you get first if you did that? I, I would I would I would leave it alone. That leave that part of it alone myself. But uh, Do you ask Nick? Say, look, we're going to name something after you. It'll be the field. We might do the – I mean, he's got the Saving Center here, but that's not really named after him. I think what you do is you suggest to him the the ideas that you have. That's what you do. You don't say – But what are your options? What do you – what do you – Saving Way? You got the Champions Way? Could you name that? Justin, help me here. What all could we name? What are the possibilities? I don't think you can throw his name on the stadium. Does a locker room have a name? Locker room? Yes, got one. Like this show? Like this show. (laughs) Yeah, like the the Saban locker room inside Bryant Denny. I don't know. Um, Inside the locker room with Nick Saban. The field? You named the field after him? Yeah, the field. I've I've heard the idea that you just said Bryant Denny Saban. (laughs) No, I can't do that. That That doesn't. The field, Saban field. Uh, take. Does it does it have to have anything named after him, son? I mean, he's got a statue, right? So maybe he doesn't need anything named after him. How about you change from University Boulevard to Saban Boulevard? Oh, I could see that a road. That's an easy thing to do. Give him a road. Give him University, or you get no. You can't give him Bryant. Yeah, yeah, you put university, then you have Bryant and Saban kind yeah, of. Yeah, and then the next guy that does well, you just keep DeBoer and keep going on down the line. Yeah, you give Cedric some. Uh, uh, all right, anybody got any ideas what we could name after Kerry? You don't think we should name anything after him? Nothing? I don't know. We shouldn't. I, I just hadn't thought about it that much. I don't know. You think he's worried about it right now when he's, when he's putting his clubs in his Mercedes right now? Get no, I think, though, I think, uh, um, let me ask you one more time: Is he on the is he on the west side or the east side of Florida? <laughs> He's on the southeast side. Is that right? Yeah, southeast side. He's he's not far from Miami. I thought he had a place on the west side. Yeah, but I think it. Somebody texted in and said, name the concession stand after him because it's so expensive. Uh, what, what, what about the west side? What, what, did, he, did he sell that place and never have it? I thought he told me he had it. I think he had one. Man. I don't know. He's got something. But what is he going to do with the place at Lake Burton? Oh, he's going to go back in Georgia? Yeah. Oh, he's go back there. And See Dabo. Is he going to keep the place here? If they had wanted Dabo, the, it, it, if the athletic director leaned on coach for a choice, then Dabo's name didn't come up. That's peculiar. Should they sell Justin Little Debbie's at the at the games? Definitely. We need some oatmeal cream pies at the games. They should have done that before by now. How about a Saban dog? 
Yeah, there's a Denny dog, so you're right. We could do, <laughs> we could do a Saban dog. Uh, Saban dog, and you get a free Twinkie with it. All right. Uh, they serve, on. like, carrot cake or something? In the pre- in the <laughs> Is boxes. he like carrot cake? Yeah, that's his favorite cake, right? Oh, carrot cake. There you go. Why don't we have his favorite items in the concession stand? I have no idea. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. Tuscaloosa traffic now from the towns of Nissan Traffic Center. Life in Northport has gotten a little bit better now. Our crash had caused some pretty good backups along the southbound lanes of Highway 43 approaching McFarland has cleared. All lanes are open and we really aren't seeing much remaining backup there. If you're traveling uh, further south, coming across the uh, Lurling Wallace Bridge, the Hugh Thomas Bridge down to Jack Warner, no problems there. Mostly delay-free conditions along that drive. With your Tuscaloosa traffic now, I'm Ray Romero. Years ago, Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise Great Southernwood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye, Steve Spurrier, myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is the pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Lots of sunshine today with a very pleasant afternoon. The high 68. Tonight fair with a low at 42. Tomorrow morning sunshine, clouds increasing by afternoon. The high 67. Much colder Sunday, cloudy with periods of rain. The high at 50. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 41 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Inside the locker room with Wimp and Barry on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Digger, 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 digger. Uh, the Al- Texas beat Alabama this year. When was the la- next time that Texas beat Alabama in football? What year was that? That was 1902. <laughs> it wasn't was even the Longhorns. Texas wasn't the Longhorns, and Alabama wasn't even the Crimson Tide. Oh, so there you go. Congratulations. You beat them in night. Dad, who was the quarterback for Alabama in 1902? John Mac Brown. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, what were you about to say before I had to get this? Asking, to... I wanted to ask you so I could get it straight because I got some problems. Uh, your schedule on playing and what you had to do if you write down for me. Tell me right now. Do you play Tuesday? I play Tuesday. There ain't no. If we don't win Tuesday, then we'll sack the bats and we'll go to baseball. If we win, and who Tuesday, are you playing? We're playing Hillcrest, who's very good. And so we play at Bryant. It's 6 o'clock on Tuesday. Bryant will play Central. 
the two winners will play on Thursday night at six o'clock. Both teams will advance after that. So if you win that game, you got a home game. If you lose it, you have to go on the road when we're matched up with the Pelham. So if you, if you, if you win Tuesday, you, you go to Thursday and you win or lose, you continue to play. Yes. You're in All the, right. And who would you play? When would you play next after Thursday? Sa- Saturday. That I'd have At Thursday, what time? What, what would you play Thursday? Where or who? Uh, both. I don't. The winner of uh, Central and Bryant, and it would be at six o'clock at Bryant. Bryant's hosting the area tournament, so from there, I don't. You know, I don't, so we played six. Only thing you need to worry about if you're coming is six o'clock on Tuesday. Because what about what about the, what about the uh, what about the state tournament? Is it next the next week? Well, it starts on Saturday, but you know those are home games, and then the next week, people that win those will start going to the four different sites around the state. That's when it's down oh. to sixteen. Do you know the dates of the state tournament no. for our listeners? No, I don't. Okay. I don't. I ain't looking that far ahead. So. All right. Okay. Uh, so today uh, at eleven twenty-one, Nick Dunlap will tee off. He's playing the, yeah. the uh, other course, the Spyglass, I believe. It's named, yeah. uh, I may have that wrong, but, uh, he shot, uh, 76 yesterday. He's four over. Uh, so he's tied for 77th, which is last place, but he can make a jump. Uh, I sure. We look for him to play. I think he plays much better today. I bet he goes under today. Well, Spike Ice is better though, and he had, he's not familiar with this, a different course than yesterday. I were, I, I'm concerned about it, but there's no cut. No cut. So the least, if he finished dead last, he'd make, I think it was 34,000. Uh, yeah. Justin Thomas, uh, is four under. Uh, mm-hmm. the leader, uh, is nine under. Uh, yeah. Patrick Cantley is eight under in second place there. But, uh, Thomas is still in this thing. He tees yeah. off at 10.57. I guess these games, these will be on ESPN plus. And then in the afternoon, they switch over to golf channel. I did hear, Doug is not there, but he is doing the radio. I did hear, I heard him, him. Hear him yesterday. He's doing it. He's not there, but he's doing it up from the studio. Studio. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, we appreciate all the great sponsors. Uh, we appreciate Bryant Bank, uh, Yellowwood, uh, Two Men in a Truck, all our great sponsors. Prince Glover and Hayes do a great job. Andrew Kniffer, Allstate Insurance, and Tuscaloosa Toyota. We'll get out of the way and make way for the Gary Harris Show, so keep it locked in. You're listening to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Have a great weekend, everybody.